Good evening, everybody. Hello, hello. Hey, Joel, how are you? Fantastic. Awesome. Hey, everybody, how's it going? Happy Wednesday. So, Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Hope everyone's doing fantastic. This is the What Would Jeff Do show. And actually, let me just switch my banner around from my consulting uh, uh, part here. And um, there we go. Now we're back in action here. Um, this is the What Would Jeff Do show. This is the lovely Joelle. My name is Jeff. We're from Solid Canine Training. This is the, geez, we've been in the show for about 13 years. Dog training for about 20, 10,000 dogs, traveling the world, 300 seminars. Just want to give a little bit of context. If you're brand new to this show, welcome. We specialize in stopping unwanted behaviors. That's our specialty. Now, obviously, we fully train dogs. We work with puppies. We can fully train your dog to be off-leash um, under voice control. Um, in fact, let me just throw this out there right now. And also, we've got a huge, huge Black Friday sale um, going on right now. But we'll, let me just show you this. And I'm going to lure. Good. Green to graduate, Down. of course. Good. Tucker here. Good job. Down. Just trained up in 11 days. Didn't even know its name. Couldn't walk Turn out around and come back towards us. Didn't know a command. Tucker, here. This is on 180 acres. Boy. We go for hikes every day. Off, totally off. Here. Feet. There we go. That's my boy. So what we've got going on right now is we've got a uh, Black Friday sale, and I'll, and I'll start I'll plugging different um, information during the during the show because we don't do sales. We don't do you know three times a year, fifty percent off. Like that's not what we do. Yeah. But this is the one time we're doing it um, per year, and um, we've got bundles um, where you can buy our whole catalog of videos made in 2022 for about. I don't know, at least half off. You can buy literally every video we've ever made. Um, um, you can also just, you know, buy just one or two videos for 25% off. Also, remember, if you are part of Patreon, if you go to patreon.com slash solid canine training, Joel is going to put up the, the link. Already. She already put up the link. Patreon.com slash solid canine training, not just for this sale. Not only do you get... Um, a Zoom once a week, which is live, face-to-face, sound-to-sound for Q&As, which I spend a lot more time with everybody. But you also get 20% off of all of our courses and all of our consults all the time. Yep. Seven days a week, all the time. And now, believe it or not, even though we're having a big sale on our courses, you can take an additional 20% off. An additional 20% off. And... The Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show, which is five days a week, five mornings a week at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're running that for a month, five days a week. And starting um, next month, we're going to run that three days a week on this platform like this, but two days a week on Patreon only. And then I'll be more free stuff, basically. It's $10 a month that you can get your questions answered. That you can catch questions answered. So, John, it's it's, it's if you if you scroll up, you'll be able to see it. But it is it at Patreon.com/slash/SolidCanineTraining. It'll be posted again. You can also join. You can also join for a year. They have this yearly discount where you can join, and it's a hundred dollars and eighty cents. So they have this like sixteen percent off thing. Whatever. It just works out to like eight bucks a month. So. A lot of the time when people ask questions on this show, if you'll notice the, the line of questioning that they get, 
it's um, that's our air fryer going off, um, and because uh, dinner is a cooking. Thank you so much, Joel. And a lot of times people ask us, and I think they attend this show because they want to know how to stop things. That's mm -hmm. a constant theme. And if you just, how do I stop? How do I stop? How do I stop? Now, if you want to know how to do a downstay, I'll just say, buy a, we go to we'll go to one of our free videos. Mm -hmm. um, but nobody's talking about how to stop unwanted behaviors. Why? Because they have to use the word punishment. They have to use the word correction. The, the proper word is punishment, though. And a lot of people have said, stop using that word, Jeff. It scares people. The bottom line is this, whether it scares you or not is not my problem, all right? Spiders scare people, but I don't mind walking into a room full of spiders, even when I'm in Australia or, or New Zealand, and um, which are countries that I am not banned from, by the way. Um, but you need to apply a punisher to an instilling inhibitor to stop an unwanted behavior. That These are facts. These are facts. This is not an opinion. That is a fact. Apply a punisher to an instill an inhibitor to stop an unwanted behavior. You don't redirect, you don't reward a dog out of an unwanted behavior. So you can have an opinion, you can make up a story, you can send me a link, you can tell me all this scientific bullshit, <laughs> okay? But you're missing, okay, you're missing like a very important part of dog training, which is stopping um, unwanted uh, uh, behaviors. So let's just jump right into it. And I am going to interrupt the show once in a while with some great specials that we're offering because it helps more people. So it might sound salesy, but it helps more people. All right. Starting the show off with Ed D. I'm a non-service connected VA disability for PTSD. Hmm. Are you able to train a dog for a service dog? If so, could I call to discuss what those needs would be? So we don't train service dogs to do tasks, but we can train your dog in obedience. You need to have an obedient dog public first. Access. So all your public access training and all your obedience training, we do, which is probably the most important thing because there's a lot of scammy service dogs out there that can't even like like walk down the leash or they growl at everybody. So you wouldn't call us. What would you do? You would do is... So we can do it on our end, but not tasks. We don't do tasks. Keep that in mind. We do the dog training, and every dog is not capable of becoming a service dog. Mm -hmm. Keep that in mind. There are dogs that are specifically bred for service dogs. They don't make it. And your average dog needs to be at least one to two years old before it can actually go into service. But a lot of people have dogs and they want them to be service dogs. And I talk about this stuff not to discourage anybody, but I talk about this stuff because that's the reality of stuff. And as a free, frequent flyer, I see all these dogs with their service dog vests on and they are not service dogs. They, they can't even hold a basic command. They can't even walk on a leash. They are, they're, they're lunging at people. They're growling at people. And I'm like, you don't own a service dog. You own a the vest that you bought for $12.99 um, with your Amazon Prime points. So anyway, you go to our website, you fill out the contact form, and I will call you back. But that's how that's how it works. And that way I, we have a workflow going and I can keep notes. Next. Kyle, good evening, Jeff and Joelle. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Kyle. How are you? Karen, good evening, Jeff and Joelle. Looking forward to the Inner Circle this evening. So the Inner Circle is um, something that is closed off now, but we do have one in January. I think we're starting the next one in January. Is that correct? Yeah, I'll post So we're doing something in January. The Inner Circle is limited to five people. 
And those five people will be in a Zoom, okay, with us. So it's face-to-face, voice-to-voice. And those five people will get extended advanced training if they need it. They might get the basics, but we will help them troubleshoot. Usually, usually we're troubleshooting. This is the third round we've done. And usually we're troubleshooting just small little things. Something's major. We've had dogs that are biting kids to dogs that are just not doing as well on their obedience commands as they can. And um, you send us videos. We, we, we show them to the whole group. We go over them as a group. We point out different things that could be done better. We obviously will commend you on things you're doing well. Um, and if there's some things you've got questions about, we'll verbally answer them. But also, Joelle and I will actually make videos in return and, and then put them out to the group. Like, hey, you don't quite understand what spatial pressure is? Let's make a video on that. Even though we have a video, mm-hmm. um, we'll make one custom for the group. So it's a very close-knit group. It runs for four straight weeks. Um, this this round is on Wednesdays at 7 o'clock. Um, the last one, though, I'm flying out that night. We'll have to bump it to Tuesday. I just realized. Oh, you're flying out? Yeah, for Thanksgiving. Oh, that's the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah, we should probably do it anyway on Tuesday or Monday. Yeah. Because of um, a lot of people doing Thanksgiving. Yeah. All right. Or, or maybe we can even postpone it to the week after. Okay. Because maybe some people are just traveling and they can't do it at all. Or they're making their holiday plans. All right. Next question. Tekalata. Hi, Joelle and Jess. Hi. Hey, how are you? Oh, by the way, so for all the folks that gave, um, uh, Angelo was was Joelle's uh, replacement for a couple of weeks. He did four shows. And for all the people that, um, you know, really just sent me private compliments and complimented him on the show, I want you to know it meant a lot. And he enjoyed it. And, um, uh, and I know Joelle enjoyed it as well, not having to um, worry about the show. Um, but uh, she was afraid for a little more, a little bit there. She was, she's like, I'm losing my job here. I know. I might lose. I actually might lose my job to this right to, the, to this kid. Mm-hmm. You know. So they they talked it out. Um, a little bit of pushing and shoving, but uh, they figured it out between the two of them. And yeah. Joelle's sitting here right now, and there's a reason for that. She's a harder pusher and shover. Next. Ryan, does the Patreon stack with the Black Friday? Wasn't sure if it's only for bundles or individual courses. No. It should stack. The only issue is if you're trying to do the 25% off, you can't also do your code. So what we do is if you're a Patreon member, reach out. We'll refund you the additional right. 5%. So you can't put in two coupons. Yeah. So if you put in the you put in one coupon and then we'll, 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 we'll refund you the 20%. Yeah. So that's the only problem with the software that we're using now is you can't use yeah. multiple coupon codes. But I think that's with a lot, of, a lot of coupon codes. You can't use multiple coupon codes. But we are allowing – we're not saying you can only use one coupon. We're saying as a thank you for our Patreon members – yeah, we'll just refund you. Just we'll, just, we'll just send you. We'll just send you another twenty percent back. Yeah. Next. Um. Let's see. Marie. Hi, Jeff. New here. Do you mind me asking a question? Marie, you would freaking piss me off if you asked me a question. Welcome to my family. Marie, we love you. Ask we care away. about you. Ask a question. That was your first question. You just wasted a question. It's like genie in the bottle. You just use one wish. All right. Just type the question. <laughs> just type the question. Skylar said, "Blaze is at my house." Nice. Awesome. Hope nice. You're being a good boy. Yep. Uh, Karen, if you scroll up, you'll see it. Oh, the Patreon link. Yep. Yep. Thank you, Karen. Um, Ed said, "I realized that I had a working military canine." Yeah. So that's the thing about all these military. So I work with. I work with. Um, I don't train military or police dogs, but I've helped them troubleshoot them if they want to incorporate them in their home and those are obviously as you know a special breed of dog 
Um, a buddy of mine is a Navy SEAL um, canine handler, and those are even more of a special breed of dog. I'm um, just like Navy SEALs are a special special breed of soldier. Next. Marie, good evening, LOL. My five-month-old GSD barks a lot in my other dog's face. How do I stop this? So the question is this is exactly the beautiful way you worded it because you said how do i stop in order to stop it i want to behavior you need to instill a punisher so you actually can use a remote collar you can say no and then you would correct on the remote collar how high high enough for the dog to go well that sucked now um always proceeded with no always proceeded with no now i'm really glad i'm really glad who's that marie Yes. Marie, I'm really glad you didn't ask why. Because a lot of people will say, instead of asking me, how do I stop it? They would say, good evening, LOL. My five-month-old um, German Shepherd barks at a, a lot of my other dog's faces. Why? And I'm like, do you want me to sound smart? I'll sound smart. I'll come up with some bullshit reason why. Because they want like, I don't know, one more pump in their uh, fucking iced coffee. That's why. No. Because you know, it doesn't matter why, it only matters how do you stop. Because if I told you the why, okay, here's the why. Your dog wants to play. That's that's a rational why. Mm -hmm. I'll see you later. Bye. I'll send you the bill. No. Well, oh, oh, you want an answer? Oh, well, that's triple the price. See? Now, what's that? What's that worry about the why as much as you know? Now, obviously, if your dog is limping. You want to know why, but we're talking about animal behavior here. You don't need to know as much of the why. The smart people will tell you you do, but the schmucks like me are like, no, I'll tell you how to stop it. Next. Did you say how to stop it? Yeah. Use a remote cower and correct. Oh. Yeah. Ryan said, beautiful. Time to start my Black Friday shopping early this year. Any Black Friday deals for seminars? Doubt it. Just had to ask. Well, let me attend that. But here, here, let me just do this for you. Let me just do this. Let me just do this. Um, let's put this up there right now. Okay, look at this. Look at these bundles. Look at these bundles here. Green to graduate, leash reactivity, um, and the leash reactivity seminar, $641, $399 you pay. You get 38% off. If you're a Patreon member, you're gonna save another 80 bucks. So you're literally gonna get like tons of you know tons of uh, 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 discounts. And if you want to say you already own Green to Graduate, you only want Leash Reactivity, just buy the Leash Reactivity course and just save 25% off. And also just be like, hey, I'm a Patreon member, I want another 20% off. The Puppy course, Green to Graduate, again, there's a sale, and then we have an all access pass. Everything we've ever made in 2022. Is normally thirteen ninety five. You get it for eight ninety five. So that's really really great. Steel. Steel. As far as seminars, as far as seminars are going, um, we have decided to. Um, where 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 did I just? There we go. We have decided um, in twenty twenty two we took a break from seminars because we um, came down to Florida to create online content. I started planning seminars and actually scheduling seminars for 2023. Last week, I actually decided to not do seminars at all. So I refunded everybody their money. Um, and the reason why I decided to not do seminars anymore, it's not for any other reason besides 
I've been doing this for 20 years. I've been doing a seminar for eight. I've done over 300 seminars and traveled the world. And I'm thinking, Joel and I are talking, and we are thinking, how can we help the most people the most efficiently? And there are people that, number one, can't afford seminars. There are people that actually cannot get to the seminars logistically. Every town in every state, we can hold a seminar in because there's badly behaved dogs everywhere. So we are going to be doubling down on our online content. We're going to be doubling down on our social media. We're going to be doubling down on more ways to help people remotely. And that is the best way for us to make change. So that's why we're doing that. So you're going to be seeing a lot of, um, a lot more online content next. Um, Skylar, he's being good. He sniffed me and booped my hand with his nose. I left the tiger alone after that. Probably a good idea with Blaze. Yes. <laughs> Blaze is the kind of dog where sometimes less is more. Yeah. Yeah. Next. Kyle, when I walk slow, my dog heals great. But when I walk fast, he pulls ahead a little far. Any suggestions? Joelle, why don't you give some good suggestions on that one? She's the master of the heel. There's many ways to troubleshoot that, Kyle. There if sure the dog is. is on a remote collar, for instance, a nose e-collar heel, what I like to do is I'll let them get ahead of me. And I'll put low-level sim on, and I will back up and make the dog come to me and get into a heel until that sim goes off. And then it's like, go ahead and forge, but sim isn't going away until you're back right. in position. Right. The other thing you can do is you get ahead of the dog, you square off with them, you do the spatial pressure exercise. Right. You do a lot of sharp left-hand turns. If they bump into your knee, when you make a left turn, you give them either a leash pop or an e-collar correction. Yep. So those are three ways you can troubleshoot all that. Yep. So most of the dogs we we work with are actually, we put a slip lead and a remote on them, even though we show a lot of prong collar work because owners usually are going to need that extra leverage, but we just use slip lead and um, remote. And we use the remote collar as a wonderful communication device. Um, next. Marie, I'll try the Punisher first after watching another of your videos. And if that doesn't work, I'll try the remote collar. Thank you. Yeah. Well, the Punisher, the remote collar will... The bonker? The bonker, yeah. Yeah. But it's... it's You can usually... You can say no and use the bonker. The remote collar, though, is fantastic. It's fantastic. You, you There's a lot of negativity out there about the remote collar. I would say, you know, most of it is wrong. Like, I can't... You know, most of it's wrong. And a lot of people will say it'll make it worse. You know what? Not doing anything makes it worse. Well, this is what a lot of people will do. Their dog is barking. This is the woman that has the dog, five-month-old German Shepherd, right? Yeah. Okay. The dog's barking. This is what this is typical. The dog's barking at, in the in the uh, uh, the face of your other dog. Dog trainers will say, "Call the dog, the barking dog, over to you, and give it a reward." It's not barking, correct? Call the dog over to you and give it a reward. Let's think about this logically. If I want to get paid, whether that's food or a toy or affection, using the re using a positive reinforcement model, which we do, by the way, we food train dogs, we reward train dogs, but not to stop something. The dog will go, you know what? I can use some affection. I can use a toy. I can use some food. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go bark at my uh, sibling or my other dog mate's um, um, face. This is simple logic. It's common sense. Mm -hmm. Next. Mm. 
Tatum, hi Jeff, new degree to graduate with my dogs. I'm working on CS to NCS place on a level five and one of my dogs will go to place, but then she's shaking and won't break or calm and stops taking the food reward. Right, and a level five, okay. You might have a nervous dog. So you might have a nervous dog. This is the thing, the shaking will go away. I, this is where a lot of people think that shock collars, yep. remote collars, remote co whatever you want to call it, they're shock collars. A shock collar and a remote collar is the same thing in 2022. It's the exact same thing. These are just like semantics, all right? The bottom line is this. A lot of people don't know they have a nervous dog until they actually start telling it what to do. And this is the stage where you're going to see it the most, Tatum, because guess what? You went from CS and all your other work, which is like fun, happy, da da. Now you're on NCS, which is you have to hold command, yeah. whether you like it or not. And now you're constantly bringing the dog back. The dog's like, I don't want to be on place yep. anymore. You're building up duration. Yep. You're building up your distractions. And now the dog's like, oh my God, I've never held command for longer than like five seconds. Right. Now I have to hold command. It's a new concept. Yep. It's going to get a little bit messy. Yep. Your dog might be a little bit confused. Like, why? Like, I've never had, it's just all new information. Yeah. And this is where a lot of owners would probably stop yes. thinking it's like, oh my God, it's ruining the dog. Ruining the dog. But if you just keep going, yeah. dog will be fine. Yeah. yeah. It's the roller coaster ride of, of training and, and rehab. And um, on the other side of it, if you stick through it, man, do we see freaking happiness for everybody. Next. But also, like, oh, again, sorry. This, this is super general. Like, we're telling you based off what we see sometimes with nervous dogs, what was your dog like before you started training? Was it a very high energy, maybe kind of all over the place, didn't have a whole lot of duration? So you're used to, your dog's always like, go, go, go. Right. Now you're like, it's time to slow down. And your right. dog's like, I actually don't know how to do that. Right. Um, there's a lot of different things that could be going on. And if you really need more guidance, what is it right now, November? You might be a good candidate for the January inner circle. Right. If you get and a dog- Troubleshoot it all live. The most common thing that we see is the dog that rushes the front door. Yeah. And it's like, oh, the dog rushes the front door and it's happy to see everybody and it's barking its head off and it jumps on people. When you stop that and the dog doesn't know what to do, they start to shake. You thought you had a, a confident, happy-go-lucky dog. You didn't. You had a pain in the ass, untrained dog. Mm -hmm. Take that away. It's like bullies. Bullies are not confident people. They've got low self-esteem and self-worth issues. Don't you take away the bulliness? It comes out. It comes out. Next. Ryan, yes, I'm a Patreon member and purchased Green to Graduate already, so I probably will do the individual course and contact y'all about the 20%. I was looking forward to Austin seminar. No worries. Thank you. Yeah, I know. Trust me. I am happy. I am extreme. I'm not happiest, you know, um, um, but I am extremely happy and love doing seminars. I was built for the stage. All right. I love it. I love talking in front of people. I love demoing things. I love making people's lives better. I like the interaction. I love to travel. I love it all. But Joelle gave up some things that she was doing on the side as well. And uh, we decided that in 2023, because we got an incredible deal for people coming up in December, which will not take away anything from your purchases in 2022, so don't worry about it. No, we're just coming up with more, more, stuff. more specials and some mind-blowing stuff that we're going to come that we're coming up with next. Kyle, so thank you. You're welcome. 
Susan. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. My Shiloh Shepherd Brandy is presently at your board and train for reactivity. Oh my God, I worked with Brandy when I was home. Brandy needs a good ass grooming. They've been working on it. And yeah. I don't think they could ever groom her before. Yeah, that's she's, the problem. She's accepting brushes and stuff. She's now, accepting brushes, anyway. yeah. Susan said, I saw her walking right next to a baby in a stroller and was amazed at how it didn't bother her a couple more weeks ago. For once, I'm excited for the future with her. Thanks so much. Yeah. So we're able really doing great. When we got there, they were doing like, they can't do full brushing, um, but they were doing brushing. But we got to get that back end brushed out because we'll have a, you're going to have one of them dogs that has that huge pile of fur because I've got shepherds too. Um, uh, uh, well, unfortunately, the uh, girl just passed, but um you get a shallow shepherd that you need to be brushed out. And if they don't let you brush the dog out, it can be challenging. So we're going to, we're going to show you how we do that. So, but definitely we're making progress all around. Oh, she's getting so much more confidence. I think I just put up a video of her like playing and like being goofy today. She, she did well during the, uh, mastermind uh the mastermind. And that was a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. She was doing actually, she had, she was out with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. She actually really, we had, we had, we had people, other people, uh, walking her too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Skylar said, okay, now question. Should I attach my dog reactive Husky to my other dog to learn how to be around other dogs? She'll have an e-collar muzzle on just trying to figure out the best way to help her coexist so she can be adopted. Which dog to be adopted, please? My dog reactive Husky. Oh, attach, what do you mean by attach though? Like what? Like tether them like, together? Like duct tape attach? No. Um, what I would do is this. I would do individual attention to the husky first. Teach the dog what you want, what you don't want. Then include the other dog in. The problem with this is just because that dog can exist with one of your other dogs or a dog on your property with you present, that doesn't mean the dog can do it without you present. That's the big thing. So that's why we have to be really, really careful. But absolutely work on it. You got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. Next. Uh, Lotta, I have a tiny success story for you. I've been working with my spoiled and untrained dog, a solid no handler awareness, leash pressure, out command, no reaction to cats. We That's haven't huge. worked on meeting other dogs yet. Too messy. Last week, a small dog got close and mine wanted to greet. He's never had the proper etiquette, but he got close, sniffed and backed up. Wow. All with a tiny nudge of my finger on the leash. I'm amazed that I don't even have to correct anymore. Just nudge and he knows I mean it. Thank you. Well, what the, what, That's awesome. what, 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 hold on here. That's way more than a tiny what, who's, success what, who's, story. Who's, take a lot of, a tiny That's success huge. story? That's fucking scream from the goddamn rooftops. Yeah. That's like bigger than the New Year's Eve ball fucking dropping at midnight. Mm -hmm. That's huge. Yeah, that's great. Kudos to you. Whenever I hear stuff like that, that means that means I don't care if people learned it from us or not. That means you're busting your ass because we're just I'm just I'm just got a big mouth, you know. I mean the courses are good, they're effective, but without the person, Do you know, it. this is the thing. Everybody thinks information is key. It's the biggest lie in the world. The application of information is key because the information is available out there for everybody. It's all out there. So I can say, I don't know how to rebuild an engine. Someone can say, why not? There's free YouTube videos on how to rebuild an engine. Because I've not, not applied it. That's why. Next. Ryan, back to when Joelle mentioned her tip for e-collar heel with the low sim and have them come back to you, then sim turns off. How come you don't use a higher correction level given the dog knows heel? Because here we go, right? Here we go. Everyone thinks that, oh, you would just go high. Right. But in instances like this with my chronic forgers who they have a good heel until, you know, something's better or whatever with those guys, 
I like to do the lower level because I can keep the sim on much longer without the dog like Freaking panicking. Right. And I let them make the choice. Yes. Now I'm teaching the dog they're in control of that remote. And that sim is not going away until they figure right. it out and come next to me. And then right. they're like, oh, like I, you see the, the bulb click in their head, like the light bulb goes off. They're like, oh, yeah. as long as I stay next to you, we're cool. Like, I just like to give dogs those choices. And I'll do that a few times before I get to like a correction. But eventually. Eventually it will be. Right. But I like to make it so that they feel like they're making the choice on their own. I've often versus me. I don't like to always be like holding the dog and heal. Like the dog always feels like it's being held back, you know? Right. right. And that's why I feel like a lot of owners are always nagging their dog, nagging their dog, right. not nagging their dog. I want them to be like, I want to be next to you. Right. And I think that's why I do that. Yeah. Yeah. But so. that's the thing is we like, yes, a correction will be applied, but like Joel said, we actually are teaching dogs to actually think, make mm -hmm. their own choice. You decide, you decide. Also, yeah. we want to teach the dog a, a language, a special language, which is remote collar. Next. Tatum says she is a nervous dog. Aha. If she doesn't break, do I just guide her off place with a leash? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So that's uh, people have all, often asked us that. I say break, my dog doesn't move. You have to, you have to actually just, yeah, use the just leash. Use the leash she and be like, affection, whatever, like yeah. when they're in the break. Like yep. if she is nervous on place, be careful with your affection. If you're like, good, but she's sitting there like panting and shaking save your affection and all the really high praise for the break and now your break will become more exciting right. and now your dog will start working for the release and then that's sort of the reward like when we're, when we're at the food training stage the beginning with a dog we often will reward on the break next ed said lol i always thought of it as 10 percent dog training and 90 percent human mm -hmm. it's probably but it's it's it's, it's at least 50 50 but you're probably at about 40 percent dog 60 percent human this is the thing a lot of people say don't do a board and train because it's the human that needs to be trained and i'm like you're not meeting the dogs we're meeting this is the thing Somebody has to do the work. Somebody has to do hundreds of reps. Somebody has to troubleshoot. Somebody has to work a dog through fear stages. Somebody has to, like, when you when you go to a board and train place that they've worked with thousands of dogs, like, they've got troubleshooting experience. Because I wish that every dog was genetically sound and they understood one plus one is two, but a lot of dogs think one plus one is three. Well, you need some troubleshooting with those dogs. Next. Techolata said, thank you. It feels huge, even though other people just see a dog who knows but, how to greet and think but, it's not a but big they deal. But they don't fucking, they're not, walk, a big deal. they're not walking in your footsteps. You. That's why you don't, that's why you never give a shit about what other people think. Mm -hmm. Next. Ed said, well done, Techolata. See that? Mm -hmm. Even Ed knows it's big. Skylar, I was thinking of attaching her leash to my service dog's collar. He's the best in the house. I'm trying to stop her from attacking animals when they get in her space. Well, you don't want her fucking up your service no, dog. No, don't do that. Um, don't do that, please. She's the pushy one that acts like she's going to bite that I've mentioned before. We had a nail trim session that started rough. Yeah, well, watch our nail trimming video. It starts real rough. You might want to take... I wouldn't do that with your service dog. Please you don't, don't. want to mess up your service dog. Skylar, Skylar, you got a lot of great questions, Skylar. You should join the inner circle in January because you'll be taking photos and videos of all this well, what stuff. What you can do is just have that husky around dog right. and then let your service dog maybe get in, like get into her space and then out your husky. So she's like, oh, dogs move away from me. Yes. Like it's not always them just crowding her space being rude. 
but you'd have to have somebody else handling the husky's yeah. leash. That's what a lot of people don't realize. And it's like, you got to give these dogs options that there's more than one way to remove pressure. They think it's by them attacking. But it's like, you do know that you can walk away from conflict. Like, like, Literally, like once we teach yes. dogs that, they're like, oh, oh who knew? <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought I had to be a dog and just attack you everything that moved. The mastermind, yes. when some of the dogs were reacting, he like literally ran away, <laughs> left the room. He's like, I don't want any conflict. He's like, I have, you got, you know, it's like, I do not want any of this nonsense. Next. Ryan said, thank you. And I did go a little higher and do a small tap when my dog breaks heel, he backs up and spazzes. But if I do a lower level stim and hold it, he goes back to position on his own and feels calmer. Appreciate y'all. Yes. Yeah, good, 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 good. Thanks. Susan, LOL. Yes, Brandy needed a serious brushing, but seeing the video of her being brushed will help a lot. Yeah. She lost half her weight. She does seem more confident and is great to hear she can be handled by multiple people. Yeah. Yeah, it's going well. It's going well. You just got to be careful. That's the problem with some of these like shepherds that you can't, not just a shepherd, but a dog that you cannot brush. Mm. And trust me, yours is not like we get a lot of dogs that cannot be brushed. We get a lot of dogs that you can't cut their nails. We get a lot of dogs that you can't clean their ears. And man, when you try to brush a dog that needs to be brushed, but you cannot brush them, it is like. It's not fun. It's not fun. It's no. not fun at all because then when you brush them, it sort of hurts because it pulls on them. Yeah. Next. Maggie, my seven-month-old Malinois just gave me five stitches after popping her collar while resource guarding her bone last oh. night. Uh-oh. What should I do moving forward? I'm now afraid of her, and frankly, I'm pissed. So, Maggie, we might want to do a one-on-one -on, -one on this. All right? We might want to do a one-on-one -on, -one on this. And if you go to uh, the I'll academy, all right? To consult. You are a Malinois that's biting you, and it's giving you stitches. A Malinois is not your normal pet, family pet dog. But we can stop resource guarding in about three seconds. It's going to take a remote collar, a back tie, and the bone resource. And you being calm and not pissed. I can walk you through it step by step. I've got videos, free videos on YouTube. And we also have a course on resource guarding. And you can also do an online consult. But we have an out command. If look up the uh, on our on our page and our YouTube channel, look out away from food, I believe it's titled Out Away from Food. And with a Malinois, which I own one, and it's seven months old, so it's you're not like that's young. That's young, you know, it's not too young to bite you, but if we're seeing resource guarding at seven months. You want to pretty much read your dog the riot act electronically that it's like, this is totally unacceptable and you're not going to be doing this. So if I owned a seven month old Malinois that was guarding something, they would know that night, like we set them up. We actually set them up to resource guards because a lot of times people will say, well, it's random. I'm like, well, then set it up. Yeah. Put the bone on the ground, let your dog start chewing it. And then you'll do the protocol that you see in the free video. And is it pretty? No, it's not pretty, but getting stitches and getting bit and possibly putting your yeah. dog down, that ain't pretty either. Next. Stephanie, hi, Jeff. My two-year-old pug is fully leash trained. Nice. She's off leash trained. Awesome. Recalls on a dime. She's fully wow. e-collar trained. Why for the pug? I know, right? My fence latch isn't secure sometimes. And she's gotten out on the road and went to play with a dog. This happens if I'm out of sight. Help. Thanks. Um, believe it or not, my first suggestion would be replace the latch. 
I would get one of those automatic spring-loaded door closing latches and have a latch on the top and the bottom. All right? I would actually secure your fence door. You might even actually have to replace your fence door because mistakes do happen. Mistakes do happen. You can also teach your dog um, perimeter training, meaning if you leave this yard unsupervised, it gets hot. So you set the dog up. You leave the door unlatched. You're sitting inside the house. I would put the dog on a long line, though, with somebody possibly holding it but not really paying attention or tie the long line off to like a post or something. So your dog can't, if it, once it gets corrected for leaving the yard, it doesn't freak out and then run into the street. It actually tries to get back. The problem is if your door closes behind it, now it can't get back in, but at least it comes back to the door. So what I would do is we, 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 we make the act of leaving the yard suck. That's the same concept as underground fencing technology is. Next. Legacy nicely trained dogs transferred aggression been working with mouths for decades that's not a safe thing to do which which one for the resource guarding whatever your suggestion was it's not oh it's worked every we've been doing it wrong i guess i've been doing it wrong for 20 years we're not seeing transferred aggression with our protocols everyone every once in a while we'll see a dog go into defense but we, we work with Malinois, we work with Rottweilers, we work with power breeds, we work with bully breeds, we work with dogs that literally have put people in the hospital. So our experiences are different. But, you know, your experience is different than our experiences. So my opinion, my suggestion is based on my actual hands-on experience. To just say that my protocol is wrong, it's working though. And it works. Keeping dogs alive. And it, and it goes away. And I use Angelo, who is 10 now, but has been doing it for years, to out high-level resource guarding dogs. So, you know, if you've got another protocol, you're more than welcome to make a video on it. You're more than welcome to start a podcast on it. But to say that we're doing it wrong on something that I know factually works every single time, I'm not just spewing nonsense here, respectfully. I'm giving you boots on the ground aggression. And if you've been working with Malinois for a year, that's that's fine, kudos to you. But I also have been working with dogs for 20 years and I specialize in aggression rehab and I've worked with thousands of dogs with resource guarding and I stop it every single time. So you disagree. That's okay. You're entitled to. You're entitled to. But I'm not wrong. Respectfully. Next. All right. Uh, Skylar, I, the reason I chose him is because he doesn't react. He just walks away. He just doesn't care. But I completely get what you're saying. After getting two and a half feet done, she just laid there like nothing was happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's usually what happens when they don't, when they're kicking and screaming doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Doesn't we see end. that. We see them. It's... When you see a dog that like crocodile rolls, freaks out, yells and screams, you know, but tries to bite up the leash, they try all this stuff. And when they realize they can't get away with it anymore, um, they just go, okay, fine. Mm -hmm. Next. Stephanie said, thank you, Jeff. I'll do this. Awesome. That's it right now. Okay. Let's do a, um, let's see. What are we going to do here? It's the most wonderful time of the year. Thank you, 
With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. It's the okay. Um, that's all of our Black Friday deals we have going on yeah, right now. It's really, really great. What else is happening? We've got, uh, We've what got course our- are you working on now? You're working on the baby proofing course right now. Mm-hmm. That should be like fully done by like this Friday. Right. I just kind of want to go through it one more. Yeah, the baby proofing course is, imp- is really, really we'll important. We'll be adding to that one too. Well, that's another thing we should talk about is, is a lot of our courses, once you buy a course, we can actually add to it on the back end, and all of a sudden you just have new modules that just all of a sudden just pop up. Mm-hmm. I think the I think the latest one you did was on um, teaching a dog how to ride a bicycle. I'm sorry, teaching a dog how to ride next to a bicycle. You put in the green to graduate, so whoever bought the green to graduate it just popped up. Yeah, it just popped up. That's I like that a lot that we can add and yeah. add modules to it. And if we were, you know, the more dogs we work with that are like have that might that might be like you know what. That's the perfect candidate for maybe a, a, the, the the original dog didn't do. Mm-hmm. And we are coming up with a green graduate two, which is troubleshooting difficult dogs on obedience. On obedience. Next. Sean, I have a German Shepherd, Aussie, and a stubborn Yorkie. I'm new to DIY training. I've recently ordered the tools you've recommended, e-collar, prong, and slip lead for the Yorkie. Mm-hmm. Until that arrives, where do you suggest I start with training? There's tons of things. I mean, you can train toolless. So there's so much you can do because there's a lot of manners. So you you can make yourself a bonker, number one. And I've got a video on that. But a lot of stuff is also just based on protocols. It's like how you walk into a crate, how you walk out of a crate, how you go through a threshold. There's a spatial pressure. Um, You can watch spatial pressure. Um, uh, We show it in the Green to Graduates, um, don't we? Do we show it anywhere else? Do we show it? Do we have a free video on spatial pressure? Yeah, on YouTube. On YouTube, we have a free video on spatial pressure. so uh, let's see. You can also like stop dogs from barking. You can stop dogs from like, you know, getting on the furniture uninvited. You can stop a lot of the pushiness, the snidiness. So there's so much stuff that's like, like we've had fully off-leash trained dogs that knew numerous commands. We don't do competition obedience at all, but competition, competition level obedience. But you know what they didn't know? Don't bite kids don't bite humans also they were really pushy they got into your space so it's like it's more than just obedience it's the it's the whole thing so you can just be starting with like you know what the whole philosophy you own the home you own the dog your rules next let's see sandra what's the best way to start three male dogs who have minimal training Start with one at a time. Now, you don't have to fully train one dog before you go to the next dog, but do separate training sessions, separate training sessions, okay, with each dog. When then a dog is able to do the place command around distraction, which would be the other dog training, do that. And then eventually you'll have two dogs stay in place. While you're training one dog, swap that dog out, bring the other dog out, and then all the, and then them doing duration. Remember, doing duration work around distractions is training. Yep. So you should be on place, in a down, with your head down, looking bored, because it's not your time to train right now. Remember, family pet dog training, you want dogs to be calm in the house, which does not take away their drive, doesn't take away their personality. You can have a dog that does bite work, sport work, but when they're in the house, they look like, blah. Yep, 
house behavior. It's no different than I used to compete in triathlons. And I assure you, when I wasn't in training or competing, I wasn't like triathloning. I was just hanging out. Next. Skylar, so just so I'm on the same page with you, keep her muzzled, leash dragging, and give her the out command? For the helping you out with the aggression, that helps. But also, you're gonna have, you are going to have to apply a punisher for being aggressive. But the out command is going to be good because now you're teaching your dog. Then after it's been corrected, it's like, well, what do I do? It's like, oh, well, don't worry. I mean, I'm going to let you know that this was wrong. But I'm also going to tell you what else you should be doing. There's certain situations where you don't do that, such as counter surfing. So we will correct dogs for counter surfing, but I don't need to teach it what else I wanted to do. I don't need to teach it an alternative behavior. Mm. It's like, I personally don't care what you do right now. You just don't jump up on the counter. Next. Kim, how would you correct two housemates playing so rough that the skin in the neck is being broken open? Mm -hmm. Would you use out for that? Or how could you teach them to just play less rough? Yeah, you can use out for that. There's a great video that we put up of two dogs, not related. They were playing tug. So we don't mind dogs that are playing tug with each other. You know, they each grab a, uh, a rope toy and they're playing tug and they're growling. And a lot of people say, do we stop the growling? It's like, no, nah, they're playing. It's like, it's not, it's not aggression. It's not pre-aggression. It's just, it's just play. And what we'll do is we would say out. It's a great video. I, maybe we, someone can find it and repost it. Or maybe I don't know. I don't know where it is on our page. And what happens is you'll say out. They both drop the, 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 the tug toy at the exact same time, and they both walk away from the tug toy and each other. That's how powerful it can be. That can slow down, that can slow down um, uh, any rough play. Next. Deanna, can't wait to see how polished I can get through the inner circle this month. Oh, nice. Awesome. Yeah. I'm excited for you, Deanna. I think you're going to make a lot. So Deanna, this is her second yeah, inner circle, but she also does. She has three great Danes. One of them was biting her child, and... Um, so that's not a, you know, it's not a quick fix. You know, a lot of stuff we do, it's quick. But aggression, that ain't quick. Next. Alyssa, I purchased an e-collar stim reducer waiting for it to arrive. I'm mm. hoping it'll help my dog who is terrified of a six out of 100. Well, you can go down to five, four, three, two. The stim reducer, though, will most likely help you. You can also go to a comfort pad, too, which helps. That is a stim reducer. Right? Isn't that the same thing? The stim reducer, comfort pad does reduce the stim, but a stim reducer also, on the older ones, was a little metal piece that went in between two. You're right, yeah. Uh, both of the contact I mean, points. I've always seen it on, like, we do the comfort pad and the stim reducer together right, always. Right, right, That's why. Um, Skylar, my hope is to have her trained, adopted, and out of my house by the time the baby gets here in February. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Skylar, you're pregnant? Yeah. She's the one who's talking about she has all her dogs that she's taking to work now to start baby proof. Oh, that's dogs. right. That's right. Yeah. I forget. I forget. I can't keep, keep track of all these pregnant women. You know, unless I impregnated them, and then that's easy to keep track because the number is zero right at the moment. Sid says hi, J and J. Hey, Sid. Hey, Sid. Hey, you know who's Sid? It's funny because Joelle. Um, I'm literally just talking about you today. Because she's like, when I go back to Rhode Island, I'm going to ask Sid if she can teach me horse riding. And I'm like, Joelle, you do realize that we've got a farm I know, right down the street. So I'm like that awkward person. Like, I don't want to be like the new person, especially with like horse people. What? You are so freaking. <laughs> why? I feel like they would be like super clicky and be like, who is this? It doesn't work that way. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. 
horse people. It doesn't work that way. You're not going to competition competition level no. dressage. You're literally going to like, hey, I want to learn how to ride a horse. Yeah. And you go there and they're like, great. I just feel weird even thinking about it. <laughs> do you want me to go there and hold your fucking hand? Maybe I'll go to Ashley's farm. Okay. Do you want me to go there? Do you want me to go there with you no. and, and then ride? You know? I'll meet up with Sid when I go okay. home. I'll teach you how to post. I'll teach you how to ride a horse. I can ride a horse very basic. Then you'll learn. But I want to learn more. Then you'll go there and you'll. I want to expand my knowledge. Then you'll go there and you'll learn more than basic. Sean trained tons of crate anxiety over the years, but I'm stumped. You yeah. bonk around the crate and the dog, remote collar, double remote collar. Sleeps yeah. 99% of the time, but still tries to break out every other day or so. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's called, the, it's called you're going to get those. You're going to get those. So those are the ones where we actually will um, we, we will actually get – how about a spray bottle? That might work too. What we do with a lot of those dogs is we'll use the tone as your no marker. We'll use the tone as the no marker, and then we have some time to then go apply your correction, your punisher. You're going to get dogs where none of your stuff works. Like literally like, you know, I've trained 10,000 dogs over the last 20 years around the world. Stuff that I suggest on this show, stuff that we suggest in our, our videos, they're like, nothing is working for these dogs. You have to be so, so, so creative. It's not enough though to make a separate video on it because there's, there, I don't want everyone just doing those things, but we have done water bottles. We have done a combination of remote collar, water bottle, bonker, pull the dog out of the kennel, bonk, hit the top of the crate, hit the side of the crate, shake the crates. We have done then um, intensive drills outside of the crates. We've done so many different things, so many different things. Um, Usually folks like yourself who are stuck on one dog, they'll videotape it and we'll do a one-on-one -on -one online consult. And I'll be like, boom, I just saw what you can do. Because sometimes having a second pair of eyes dramatically helps you. Um, Alyssa said, what do comfort pads do? A comfort pad, it's got... It's four it's, little... It's circular and it sort of disperses the stem. And it's also so that there's not just two prongs on the dog's neck. Like if the dog's prone to pressure sores, right? it's like four of them, I think. Yeah. So it just spreads out the pressure. Yeah. It's not just like these two things on their neck right. all day long. Right. That's all. On a lot of your thicker fur dogs, it doesn't really work that well. But um, but you know what really works on is a lot of your bully breeds. It works out really well. Yeah, the short, because, short Because then some dogs, they get allergies really, really quick or they break out really quick. It's good for. Next. Sean, can the occasional dog just not totally relax in the crate? We have had we dogs. had one, no, two in my whole career that we were like, wow. Yeah. Like, this I, dog's almost better off not being crated. I've, I've had half a dozen, I think, that like, I'm like, man, this crate thing just, I mean, they do well. Don't get me wrong. They do well. They can stay kenneled up. But totally relax? No. No. Unless they're sleeping. You're going to get them. That's like saying like... You know, I mean, talk therapy works for everybody. You know, it's like, no, it doesn't. Next. Sid said, Joelle, absolutely would love to teach you. Foundation is important. I get it. You know what, Sid? I'm going to be home November 24th to the 29th. Let's see if we can link up. Yep. I'll come see you. And Sid's like, during Thanksgiving, yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to train Joelle how to ride a horse. I come home like every eight weeks or so. Right. We'll set up at some point.
I don't want to be annoying to you, though, so you can just tell me to F off if you don't want me to. Sid wouldn't Kathy say that. Kathy says, Joelle, there are so many snotty horse people. Sid would be great if she teaches. I agree with you, but I agree. I'm not saying, first of all. Also, I don't want to, like, it's not about them. It's about me. Thank you. That's my point. I'm, like, the weird, awkward one. Yes. It's not about them. Because she's worried about being judged. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Just say it like it is. I did. I know. I said, I'm going to show up and be the awkward person. Right. I'm right. very awkward. And I'm just going to tell you that it doesn't fucking matter. Go and learn how to ride a damn horse. Sandra, what is the inner circle? That's the question you answer. You just answered it earlier. The inner circle is a four-week live group coaching program with me and Jeff. So our first one for November starts tonight. Actually, it's full. We sold it out like within a week on the last one. Yeah. Um, we only open the space up to like five, maybe six people, depending on five's the magic number. Five seems to be the good number. We meet once a week for a month straight. You tell us your issues and we literally help you solve them. Yeah. We meet by zoom. We meet by zoom. Yep. Everybody. I remember in the last one, um, one of the members was like, I've learned more just listening to other people's yeah. stories and what's going on. Like she's like, I found issues in my dog that I didn't even even pay attention to right. before. So you right. learn from not only us, but just from us troubleshooting everyone else's problems too. We send out videos, we send out homework. Like we literally are like, we're helping you progress week by week by week. Yeah. No matter what we have, we've had aggression, we've had leash reactivity, we've just had pushy dogs with no obedience. So we'll help you with whatever you need help with. And if you enroll early, like right now, there's a save $100 coupon, which I posted in the comments. Right. Um, let's see. Sean said, yep, did the tone protocol too. Crazy thing is the dog is awesome the rest of the time. Perfect yeah. obedience, totally relaxed on the walks. But yes, I may do a consult. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, and you might, you, you, Sean, you just might have that dog. Um, you just might have that dog. And it's like, I wish we can get every dog up to our standards. But it's like, you're going to have dogs that you can't get up to those standards. But believe it or not, the owners are more than thrilled because, but don't beat yourself up. Don't beat yourself up. But there might be some things you're missing. There might be some things you're missing. Next. Um, Skylar said, thank you. You're welcome. you're welcome. Sid said, call me. I'm here. Holidays and all. Nice. I will. I'll definitely reach out. Sandra said, great. Thank you. You're welcome. Kathy, again, the snotty and judgmental horse people. <laughs> LOL. Private lessons. Horses are beautiful and wonderful. I had them for over 35 years. You'll love it. That's, that's I good. do. I love horses. Guys, I like, I love horses. I ride here and there i can ride a horse i'm just i want to learn more but private lessons yeah so it's just you my goal one day is to have a farm with horses so i'm just preparing myself because right. i will have it one day yes i know you will on my vision board i know we already we talk about it <laughs> i'll just have them to look at even if i'm not the best rider I'm like these are my horses they're great i'll just stare at them yeah Sid, trainers that teach don't care. We were there once. Like you, we walk with you and coach you to comfort, skill, success. See that? Yeah, that's how every trainer should be. They should be. Yes. They I will be. say the last time I went riding, it was just like a trail ride with the girls at work. Yeah. Our <laughs> The lady who ran it was hilarious. Right. She's like yelling at us. She's like, you better get that horse to speed up. She's like, use your feet. Like she was not afraid to tell us to basically like get yeah. those horses to move. I know. She's good. She pushed me yeah. past my comfort zone. Yeah. She's good. Well, at one time when I was in Australia, I went horse riding with some pretty high level horse people. And, um, and they purposely gave me 
a difficult, I difficult always horse. Get the shitty horses too. I think that's where my lack of confidence comes from because I feel like I always get like the wild horses who like want to charge to the front or they're trying to like eat the whole time. Sometimes, sometimes horse people will do that. Yeah, on purpose. When oh, they're like, oh, you train dogs here. You take this one. So they gave me they gave me this really difficult horse who loves it's. There's a lot of sugar cane mm-hmm. where where the, where they ride the horses. Yeah, this horse they knew it too. This horse loves to put its head down. And like eat the sugar cane constantly. So I'm like, oh my god, someone's farting. Wes, that's bad. Wes is right next to me. Ooh. So um, constantly, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm, I'm 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 using my feet. I'm doing this, and I'm like, I'm like, who's got who's who's got a little bat? You know those little bats? You know, not a not a wooden bat, guys. Okay. Um, and they're like one of the one of the um one of the one of the, the girls that was there she gave me the bat and i'm like oh i stopped that real quick mm-hmm. but they but they, they did it on purpose they did it on purpose yeah so, next remember that one in the freaking where were we turks and caicos the thing was trying to bite all the other horses yes <laughs> like, what yes. The hell? why is my horse trying to bite all the horses yes. once oh. when i once when i was in mexico once when i was in mexico and i can't believe they did this they actually had a trail riding horse that was known known for lying down and rolling <laughs> known for it and it's like literally the so the person that wrote it they're like just to let you know if this dog lies down make sure you jump out this of the way this horse this horse when it goes to lie down jump out of its way i'm like <laughs> like like are you really gonna give that responsibility to, 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 to somebody like aren't you worried aren't you worried about like an injury sandra said please come and do a seminar in kansas city i won't be doing any seminars in kansas city no, no. disrespect yeah Sid yeah. said a lot of trail hack horses are sour like that. Yeah. yeah. They're like, fuck this. <laughs> it's like, how many times do I have to go down this damn trail? Yeah, probably. All right, guys, it's time to go. I am madly in love with all of you. I will see you all tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. I do a Monday through Friday show at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And um, wake the fuck up with Jeff. Take care, everybody. And don't forget. You definitely want to jump on our our um, account, our academy, um, academy.solidcaninetraining.com. Get your bundled specials. Get twenty five percent off your your your, your, your um, courses. If you're a Patreon member, please join Patreon. You get an extra twenty percent off. Patreon is worth it. It's only ten bucks a month. Angela, did you have something to say? Watch out for Wes. Goodbye, guys. <laughs> Good night. We gotta go eat before Inner Circle. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye. Bye bye.